0: come home with sometimes like about a half hour, sometimes 20 minutes to spare. Especially like if they have to put a wheelchair on the bus, I'm like, ah, I mean, I hate to be that guy no. being impatient Enjoying with a disabled guy. person, but you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, they got to go through the whole thing and lift up the seat and then put the ramp down on the front door. And then they got to get out. And, like, and that happened. That happened tonight. <laughs> And it's like, so it, oh, was, it, it was like, yeah, it was like 12 after seven when I finally got home. And so when I sit down, I'm like, well, I am going to pass out. But then as I get talking, I get all this energy and now I'll be up mm-hmm. to like twelve thirty. I think there
1: was an the episode of Maude where she was getting on the bus and there was a wheel, guy in a wheelchair trying to get on and everybody was mad at him. But Maude being the liberal yeah, woman, she, she is she's yelling at everybody, yelling at everybody not to not to uh, be so impatient with yeah, the, yeah. this poor man in a wheelchair. And she got to know him and found out he was just faking it. He could walk. Oh. And you remember this episode?
0: Uh, I don't oh. remember this episode. No, I don't remember
1: this episode, but. And she, she invited him over to the house, and, and she, she went to the kitchen and caught him. He was standing up, uh, going through her liquor cabinets.
0: He just wanted to get uh, <laughs> to get the prime spot on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. And maybe a check. A check, yes, like, of course. Yeah, yeah, a check. <laughs>
1: Anyway, Maud murdered him. So. Maud beat him, bludgeoned him, him to death with a hammer. and stamped him multiple times. Many episodes of Maud ended with Maud murdering people. It really does. Little most little most, little most little people don't know little this. Little
0: of, there's a, actually a YouTube <laughs> channel with all the deleted scenes of Maud mm-hmm. murdering the Black Dahlia. Uh, Maud yeah. was the second shooter in the book depository in Dallas, uh, you know, with JFK. Wow. She was behind the grassy knoll. She was was in the grassy, she was the figure in the grassy knoll. She admitted that. Exactly. She admitted that in one episode. She did. She did. They cut that too. Cut that too. Called Maud's Problem. Maud's Problem. (laughs) She's a serial killer. (laughs) Maud was the son of Sam. It's the
1: SETI BIMCO Show. With your hosts, John and Tim. This show is an audio broadcast. You'll need speakers to properly participate.
0: It's episode eight. Episode eight of Sonny Vimco. Episode eight of Sonny Numero ocho. It's, it's a show. Numero ocho. It's a ocho. show where we
1: look back at high school catastrophes.
0: Es una programa donde esta viviendo. Oh, anyway, go ahead. Right.
1: Stop. There you go. My parents are like, why can't you speak other why languages can't you like speak John? are in high school. Why can't
0: you speak Mexican like John Kelly? <laughs> Mexican? <laughs> That's a story from when I was working for the phone company and... I was working for oh, the phone okay. company in North Carolina, and, and so you got to clarify that. And, well, no, somebody they pulled up the wrong, like the wrong screen on the on the intranet at work, and it was all in Spanish. And they're like, mm-hmm. and they're like, I was like a coach. I wasn't a supervisor at the time. I was a coach. It was like a step. They're like, Mister John, and they were. That's how they talk down there, Mister John. Mister John, I'm having mm-hmm. a little trouble with this page on my computer. And I was like, Oh, that's because you're having it in the wrong. That's because you have it in the wrong language, Lurleen. And she goes, "Mr. John, is that Mexican?" Oh, no. I'm like, "Yes, Lurleen, <laughs> that is Mexican." Now
1: we got to cut all this out. That's all right. Last week when you said that you did, I you 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 forgot to pick up. Um, <laughs> what's that actor?
0: What was his name again? the swan jameer uh he was in
1: some movie with, he was, he was in uh, some with movie. scout and and
0: scout and uh dill and
1: boo boo Bo, boo Bo, Bo radley boo radley <laughs> boo radley. Bo radley
0: you can't say you just Gregory Peck. greg mr gregory Peck.
1: when he was at the hotel in the last week when you said you didn't pick him up i thought he was at the airport
0: yeah you can't, i you i noticed that on the t- you're like and what, what was going on at the airport <laughs> i'm like you well, shut up about the damn airport or he wasn't at the damn airport <laughs> it was at a house they radley
1: for him. Thought he was walking around the airport finding He's, children saying, No, yeah, never yeah. Never, is, never kill a mockingbird. Where's there an atheist like, pretzel when you need like, one? You know, yeah, you know, it's like
0: tell us how your week was. How you? I thought my neighbor's har organs got harvested. That's how my week was. <laughs> Basically, my story, I was afraid that maybe my downstairs neighbor had his organs harvested because what? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Like, one of my downstairs neighbors, he lives down, and it's the first floor, but it's kind of the basement. It's where the laundry room is. There are three one-bedroom apartments down there. And there's one guy that works down there, that lives down there, and he works as a security guard because he comes down, he comes home, you know, in his security guard uniform, and he -hmm. he must work like 7 to 3.30 because I work 5 in the morning to 2, and... Normally, if I'm like checking the mail or going to take the trash out of the dumpster, I will see him coming in around about four o'clock. And every day, he has a twelve pack of like either Keystone Light, light. or Old Milwaukee Light. Not not Coors Light. Not Coors Light. Not now? Coors Light. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, so. You know, so every day he comes, and it's obvious he's an alcoholic. I mean, you know, if he was bringing a 12-pack in, you know, every third or fourth day, I'd be like, yeah, okay, he's having a few beers already. But he is drinking a 12-pack every day. None of my business. None of my business. I'm not I know. I'm not judging. So anyway, it's a very – He's it, a security guy, a, John. Well, it's a very – well, it's, that's true. It's a very – you know, because I think they only get issue one bullet. And, like, if it it goes to the back of the desk, desk drawer and gets, like, buried under the paper yes. clips and, you you know, there's an, there's an issue at work as a security guard. And you're like, wait a second, let me find the bullet. I know, it's a very right. stressful job. So he leaves Friday afternoon in, like, a short sleeve collared shirt, buttoned all the way to the top, by the way. I and mean, he's, like, a total nerd. He's a really nice guy. He's a really nice guy. And the okay. nice thing about this, the nice thing about this apartment building is everybody is very honest. So the we have a buzzer to, to buzz us into the building, much like you would have down where you live. We do have that. And um the postman does or the, excuse me, the postal carrier who happens to be a, a male, has a key to bring, has a master key to unlock the to unlock mm-hmm. the uh the, the front door so you can put the mail in our little mailboxes and leave packages and whatever. FedEx and UPS if you're not home and they get buzzed in or nobody's there to be letting you in, they sit out on the porch. Anyway, he had a package sitting, a very small package, sitting on the little ledge all weekend from Friday night. And he leaves with his collared, short sleeve shirt buttoned all the way up, obviously going somewhere. No luggage, mm-hmm. unless, of course, he had taken some luggage, like, unless he had already put some luggage in the car. I could have missed that. And like the package was sitting there all weekend. And I was like, what has happened to him? He didn't have luggage when he left. He left with a short sleeve, collared, buttoned all the way up to the top shirt. He maybe he went out drinking because let's face it, he is an alcoholic. Somebody roofied his drink, <laughs> and somebody harvested his organs is what I'm thinking. Like like these thoughts, or like I'm thinking. Wow. Okay, in a couple days, the smell coming out of his apartment is going to be so bad because he got drunk and pulled a Jimi Hendrix and is choked on and is a pool of his own sick. You know, so that was like, that basically that John. was my weekend worrying about my, whether or not, you know, what terrible things could have befallen my neighbor. So that was my, that was You're, my weekend. You, you, have, you have quite an imagination. I do have quite an imagination. I really do. You're always thinking the worst. I'm always thinking the worst. I am my mother's son. <clears throat> I am my mother's son. And we're going to have a guest today. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. very excited. Marcy
1: from the Movie Mixtape podcast.
0: One of my favorite podcasts currently. I love that. I love that podcast.
1: Marcy, Marcy lives in Pittsburgh, where I used to live.
0: Right, you went to school there have, at the Art Institute. I
1: have, I have many Pittsburgh stories, which I will not tell right now because I talk. I'll probably talk about it with Marcy before we introduce our guests. We're going to mix up the how some shows do this. we'll, we'll read our letters at the end of the episode. But John, we got a letter. A
0: letter that is not. That's not a hate mail.
1: We got lots of hate mail.
0: We did get lots of mostly directed at me, I'm <laughs> sure. They didn't like me making fun of the Amish. I knew that was This
1: letter happen. is from Dirk Feelgood of the Movie Mixtape Podcast. So it reads, Hey Tim and John, congratulations on the podcast. It's a smash hit in the pop parade. The two you the two of you have perfect voices for podcasts, which is much more of a compliment than saying you have faces for radio. I could honestly listen <laughs> I could honestly listen to you for hours, but I'm grateful instead for the sixty minutes you've gifted us each week. I try to keep it at forty five minutes, but apparently I am your one listener in the UK, which I find hard to believe what with all your canal and prunella scales talk. I am from the northwest of England, so we love a good canal.
0: Ooh, good yeah, there's, I a, have great, heard there's a great of that.
1: one near me called the Bridgewater Canal. It's orange due to the iron ore or something. Could just be dirty, I suppose. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> oh, and I love a bit of Deep Space Nine chat on the Trekkie and Trekkers subject. I think Trekkers are the type of people who say they read graphic novels instead of comics.
0: Oh, Nothing I wrong with being a Trekkie. Oh, really Sorry, means- I digress okay.
1: again. I don't know if you know that. that no, I, I, well, and
0: I, I Actually, I was asking, I was not being facetious there. I was actually asking a sincere, sincere question because I, I read. No, no, I, I mean the comics, I read, comics and graphic novels. Right, thing. no, I, you know, I, I, get, I get the analogy. I understand you're
1: having Marcy on as a guest this week. I know her quite well, and let me tell you, she loves a good story. I suspect you'll need some extra long audio tape or whatever podcasts record on these days. I certainly wouldn't know. Many, Many a night of talking to her... Ends with me saying I need to go to bed, with her replying, "Sure, sure. Hey, this funny thing happened to me in 1999 when I was at a party with Bill Murray. <laughs> well, maybe maybe not Bill Murray, but the rest is true. She's your archetypical wait, your archetypical, archetypical old man in the pub spitting yarns in exchange for pints of bitter. Yeah, and I mean that in the absolute best way. Oh, she's inc- she's incredible, and I can't wait to listen to your conversation. Hope you guys have fun." Can't wait for the embarrassing stories to start and this email to be read out in four weeks' time. All the best, Dirk.
0: Oh, that was very nice. That was very nice. <clears throat>
1: yes. Yeah. Anyway. Coincidentally. With that we, coincidentally, we have we Marcy, have on, Marcy the on the show. We do have Marcy on the show. Just I? introduce our guest today. Yes. Who is from the Movie Mixtape podcast, and her name is Marcy Newbert. Yay! Yay.
2: It's so nice to be here. Thank you both.
0: Yes, yeah, we keep, we still can't get a studio audience. That's not a I meant to me. say. No, see, I don't know, I don't know here. how you bill your podcast, Marcy. I don't know if you're billed as a movie mixtape with Dirk and Marcy.
2: Yeah,
0: we, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's it's Tim and John. Well, originally it was <laughs> Tim and co-host, but I put my foot down and said, no, I must be mentioned. <laughs> i have to be mentioned i'm sorry <laughs> that's, well that's,
2: good for you john i'm glad you stood your ground once in yeah, a while no i do stand
0: my ground with tim I, tim and i have known each other since we were 15 years old
2: that's crazy yeah that's we was, to, it was
1: my it was my way to get revenge on john because yeah, john was always the one my parents were like why can't you be as good as john
0: which <laughs> i don't <laughs> understand and you were like, I mean, they, many
2: years from now, I'll have a podcast and not have John be mentioned, <laughs> but he'll be on yes, the podcast. Yeah. Tim was ahead
0: of his time. Says so said, one day they're going to invent this thing called a podcast. <laughs> but I don't understand why your parents thought that about me. Oh, I don't know. They just I thought mean, very little of me, I guess. It must be, Tim. It must be because, you know, so all, the they, all the things they accused you. Well, I had the Catholic guilt, too. I mean, all the things they accuse you of. Were the things I was doing?
1: I know. You'll hear. <laughs> about, you'll hear about them, Marcy, in the other episodes.
2: Okay, I'm excited.
1: <laughs> and yes. I will explain to John. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll explain to John. There is a. I met Marcy on the Batten Spider Discord. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Dirk, uh, the Batten Spider podcast has a Discord, which is kind of a a private a private like
2: like chat room. Like, yeah, chat, chat room. room. Okay, I would yeah. say chat room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to do one because I don't have the time to watch people and no. <laughs> take care of it. No. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I kind of joked that I, I found out Dirk is a doctor, correct?
2: Yes, yes. And
1: I'm is. like, why don't you call yourself Doctor Feel Good? And, and <laughs> he was like, I heard Grumble Grumble, and I realized, oh, ever since you've been in medical school, probably right, everybody yeah. has called mm-hmm. you Doctor Feel Good, right. and you've <laughs> murdered murdered
0: all those Here people, and I'm next <laughs> on the list. Yes. <laughs> yes yes like anybody named Stella has always had their name screamed scream oh yeah yes. but you scream. have to
2: though you have to yell Stella, Stella!
0: <laughs> and
1: we used to have a dog named Stella so people oh. would do that to me
0: oh, I, oh I you God. know I, as soon as I came out of my mouth I was like oh Stella was a wonderful dog I met Stella and Stella oh, was yes. a great dog yeah she was a sweetheart so, but well, I hope you were comfortable in the green room, the green room Marcy. I hope everything was yeah. okay oh, back yeah. there.
2: Yes, it was. Thank you guys. Well, I really we, we used, enjoyed we, all the snacks.
0: Thank you. Oh, well, we, we used <laughs> to have better food for our first uh, guest, uh, Edie Nugent. Uh, we hired disgraced celebrity chef Mario Battaglia. Um, <laughs> we got him for practically nothing. In fact, our budget is the two dozen deposit bottles I return every other week, and we still had money left over. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think Edie took a lot of the food home with her, along with the green room Tupperware. Oh
2: my gosh! Okay, so So I can't even take anything to go. So, so
0: for our next, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Edie. So for and then for our next guest, New York Times bestselling author uh, George O'Connor. All we had left over were uh, some dried up Uh, uh, potato skins and (laughs) bottles of olive oil. Let's just say. You, let's just say you didn't want to use the bathroom for a couple of days after that. <laughs> Nobody could go in. So this time we do have it stocked with foods that we have mentioned in previous episodes of our podcast, like Reese's Pieces and cream puffs and hot dogs and Names. Perfect. So John, hope, John loves you, dropping names. We hope you. Uh, we hope you enjoyed <laughs> the. Oh, the only name I ever dropped was. A, a, a little actor named Gregory Peck. That's the only name I drop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a big name, though.
0: He has a great story. You'll have to listen to oh last week's my episode.
2: Goodness. I can't wait for that. I love Gregory Peck. R- well, Roman Holiday is one of my favorite movies ever. Isn't that a
0: wonderful so. movie? Yes. Yes. I love it's a Roman wonderful movie. movie. Audrey Hepburn and Eddie mm-hmm. Albert and Scotty. Yes, uh, so.
2: yeah. yeah, I love that movie. I, I went to Rome specifically because of that movie. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wanted to... Do and did you go to every truth?
1: every place they were at? You yeah, we did, we did. Did you just um, zip around we, on a
0: Vespa?
2: No, I was too nervous. Oh, okay. I did sit on one to take a picture really quick. And then gotcha. my husband was like, hurry up and get off <laughs> of it. Yeah, before
0: before some big Italian guy comes over and beats <laughs> us up. No, no, no. It was a, a gang of Vespa uh, riders. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The get, off, An- get off, Vespa's <laughs> angels or something. Yeah. <laughs> Get off
1: that uh, vest before some uh, Italian guy uh, sexually yeah. Uh, yeah. objectifies you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. that <laughs> I got to cut that out because all oh, uh, the Italians boy. are going to send me hate mail.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> alienate Italy. Please don't.
1: <laughs> so you um, you live in Pittsburgh.
2: Yes, I do. Yeah, and it's funny I, because um, so obviously Dirk lives hmm. in Liverpool, and we you know, we have to we also have to record ahead of time because right. um we have a five hour time difference. Well right now it's four hours. They haven't done um their daylight savings yet.
1: Because they're not but, as smart as us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's but we don't need
0: to edit that out. We can't talk about <laughs> the, We can't we can't talk about the Italians who by the way don't speak our language. But <laughs> the English who do speak our language, we're gonna keep that in. Right. Dirk
2: needs to hear that. He needs to hear it. So <laughs> but yes, I live in Pittsburgh. Um Tim, I know you said you lived here for a little bit. Uh, how long ago was
1: that?
0: Oh well, that'd be giving I away our ages. I'm- Oh, no. <laughs> I'm okay
1: with my ages. It was the late 80s. I went to the okay. Art Institute of Pittsburgh, which oh, oh, wow.
2: went out of business. And yes, it was it... seems
1: seemed sketchy when I was there. Do you, oh, wow. you know about them? Do yes, you know people I do. There? I
2: actually, so I used to work downtown um, before the pandemic. I'm not sure if you're familiar with like PNC Bank, but I work for PNC Bank and I worked downtown and actually where the Art Institute was. I worked right by it, but now it's apartment buildings. So, yeah, it's completely different now. Wow. Did you like living here, Tim?
1: Did I like Pittsburgh? Yeah. It was, I come from a very small town where John knows it's like a nowhere town. So Mm -hmm. it was the first big city I went to. And looking back, I'd say it's a nice city. It's, now I live in New York. It's like Pittsburgh is a big city, but it's it's basically all white people. It's not as much of a melting pot. Yeah, yeah. But we lived, I lived in Squirrel Hill.
2: Okay. Oh, that's a really fun neighborhood. We, um, did you ever go to the Manor Theater when you were there? The,
1: the old Manor, Manor theater? theater? Yeah. I got on a bus with my friends and I went to see a lot of movies at a theater that played like new and old films. And okay. I can't remember the name of it now.
2: Okay. Manor- it was
1: next to a, oh, yeah. go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I was just going to say the Manor, which is in Squirrel Hill. It's It's been around since like the 1900s. So I just didn't know if maybe that was like the theater you went to or, or not. Oh.
1: Sorry, John. Sorry, I'm just talking about Pittsburgh.
0: No, John, that's have quite you ever all right. I'm being ed- The only time I was ever to Pittsburgh it was the summer my parents were getting divorced, oh. although I didn't know they were getting divorced. Oh. And it was the oh. summer before I moved to the town where Tim and I met, where we grew up. Mm-hmm. And I had to go stay with my aunt and uncle in Charleston, West Virginia. Okay. And so the hmm. bus, like the last stop of the bus, the last layover on the bus was in Pittsburgh. And that's wow. the only time I've ever. That's the only time I've ever been in Pittsburgh. So I saw oh, the um, nice. bus station, and a lot of Amish people <laughs> ride the Greyhound bus. We were talking about yes. Amish people last. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. very, very. Um, no tra-
1: I smell so, it. Like there's no. Tra- there's no tragedy coming on besides the divorce. No, Every no time tragedy. John tells a story, he's like, "My <laughs> aunt,
0: natural. well, Martha, well, Martha, my, well, she my, died my, in
1: a <laughs> terrible fire."
0: Well, my parents' divorce
1: <laughs> was kind of tragic, Tim. My kind yes, of that went off tragic. You know. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't realize how close Pittsburgh was to, like, Virginia because I knew a, a girl down the hall. She would write letters to her boyfriend, and finally I was asking about her boyfriend. She's like, yeah, he's in Virginia. He's in prison. Oh. And uh, me and my friends were like, uh, you can meet other people here at school. And she like, no, no, I'm going to keep writing letters to my boyfriend in prison. And, Boy, and mother, another roommate had a—another friend had a father who was a police officer in Virginia, and he'd come, and, we'd, and everybody's like, ooh, your father's coming. And I was like, "Why? Why is that exciting?" And, and they're like, "Oh, he's going to bring his police photos of murder scenes, or you know." Oh
2: my gosh! <laughs> mm. He would just he would bring
1: these explicit pictures.
2: <laughs> oh wow!
1: So I met a lot of interesting people. In Pittsburgh.
2: It sounds like it. It sounds like you had a good time, Tim. I'm glad yeah. <laughs> that Pittsburgh was good to you.
1: <laughs> but what about? I'm sorry. Here I'm talking about me.
2: Oh no, no! We're I wanted to know about you. the Pittsburgh experience you had. So I'm really happy to hear that. That
1: was. That was mostly it. And, and I had a roommate, I had a roommate who me and my friends were so innocent. He, every most, a lot of weekends, he would dress up as a woman. Uh-huh. His friends would come to the house. He's like, Ha, ah, I love dressing like a woman and going to the bars. They're like, Ha, ah, you're a crazy guy. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. he had a girlfriend. We're like ah, He's, oh, he's yeah. crazy. He likes to go out mm. and dress up as a woman, which
0: mm-hmm. is a
1: thing. But I was so young then I didn't think. Some men like to dress as a woman mm-hmm. and that's just a different thing. They can be straight, you know, that's, uh, yeah. but, but after graduation, he broke up with his girlfriend and he was gay, which, you know, it's too bad. He, 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 we didn't really care, but he mm-hmm. was like, I'm not gay. I just love going to the bars, dress like a woman. And he was doing yeah. that every weekend. <laughs> yeah.
0: it, it happens. Anyway. You, just, you have to figure it out in your own time. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we actually do.
2: have like a pretty big like drag queen like thing here in Pittsburgh. I don't know if you guys have ever watched like RuPaul's Drag Race, but a couple of like the winners have actually come from, Pittsburgh. from Pittsburgh, like oh, Sharon okay. Sharon yeah. Needles and Alexis, and yeah, there's and I think and like Trixie Mattel always comes by. We're like. Uh, the week of we do like a big like week long pride thing in Pittsburgh and actually like Trixie Mattel is gonna be here for a couple of days. I love RuPaul's Drugs Race. it's like one of my favorite shows. It's just a very good, like feel-good show. And, and so like that. you need yeah, that. In your yeah, life. Yeah. It's it's just, you really it, do. It like really, I didn't really start watching it until like when the whole pandemic started. And I just, my friend was like, watch this. It'll really make you feel good. And I just got hooked immediately. And it really is like the most like feel good show ever. And it's really entertaining. But yeah, we have a big like drag queen, like thing here in Pittsburgh. We have a couple bars that just do that. And then like we do drag queen bingo all the time. It's so much fun. My one friend is, she loves going. So I like, I end up going with her a lot of the time. And yeah, it's it's a pretty cool thing. So the movie mixtape, Dirk, and I we for like about a year, so Dirk and I only met like about a year ago, and he's the one that brought me over into the Bat and Spider Discord and everything. And uh, we've always kind of just joked around that we were going to do a podcast because everybody does a podcast, you know, (laughs) so uh, I mean, look at us. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We've been talking about it since high school. Anybody, (laughs) anybody can do a podcast. Tim
2: knew (laughs) one day podcasts are going to be a thing. Tim knew all along. (laughs) I'm
0: going to get that Uh, John. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll paint his little wagon.
2: (laughs) So uh, we just came up with this idea that, you know, we wanted it to be focused on movies, but I'm sure you both have done this before, but you know, you've made mixtapes for your friends when you put all your favorite songs on the mixtape. So instead of making like a music mixtape, we're making a movie mixtape where we're picking our favorite movies for each other and putting them on the mixtape. And we have different themes. Uh, How it goes is Dirk picks a movie. Uh, that I've never seen then I pick a movie he's never seen and then we pick a movie we both have seen and then a new movie for both of us and so uh, right now we're Going on to a theme called All Timers, where we're picking our favorites. And actually, Roman Holiday is gonna be my favorite pick. Dirk's never seen it, so it's kinda of funny that we just yeah. were like talking about it. Uh we did Let's Dance So Far, uh Japan, and Introduction. So we started off with Introduction. But I was wondering, do either of you have any fun ideas for future mixes? Can you think of anything fun we could try out? What?
1: I gave you one, so maybe I'll let John go first. Okay, yes. And then I'll see if I have a different one. But I'll tell John, did you know what mine was, John? So you want an example? Yeah, give me an example.
0: Are we talking about, like, a theme or a specific title?
2: It could be a theme. It could be a specific title. Like, uh, some other things we have planned is, like, adolescence. So we're going to do, like, high school movies. Um, Like, the reason we picked Japan is that's a country we both want to travel to. So there's, like it's like to get to know us a little bit better. So we pick themes that like pertain to us, but like we also try to get creative with it and everything. So if, if that answers your question, John. Okay. Yeah,
0: that does. Cause, Cause my I, idea- said, I said, Oh, go ahead. You've got an idea. Well, no, my, well, my <laughs> idea, well, you know, I don't know how this will fly, but I was kind of thinking, I, I was thinking we c- kind of might use this for our show, but I don't know. If, I don't know. <laughs> uh, if don't we, give it away. We, <laughs> well, no, I, it might not work on our show because ours our show is really more about the high school experience and kind yeah. of the the pop culture of that time. But mm-hmm. I was thinking of like movies by Star Wars actors outside of the Star Wars series. Oh, so, like for example, cool. and not that you would use these, like there would be, um, you know, Mark Hamill in, in Corvette Summer, mm-hmm. uh, Carrie Fisher in Under the Rainbow. Yeah. Um, Carrie Fisher wrote postcards from the edge. Uh, Harrison mm-hmm. Ford in whatever Harrison Ford did. If you can find something <laughs> that was a little less um, the fugitive. You know.
2: I have been trying to get Air Force One on the pod, so maybe that uh, will be very me.
0: There you go. I <laughs> know I know my favorite thing about Air Force <gasps> really? One is, my favorite thing about Air Force One is, and I don't know why it's my favorite thing, Glenn Close <laughs> is the vice president.
2: Oh, yeah, that is so hmm. awesome. Oh, she would be a great vice president, too. <laughs> she really would. I can't say what my favorite thing is of Air Force One because Tim's never seen it and I don't want to ruin anything. It's okay.
1: Sorry. It's okay. 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 Spoil, sure? spoil <laughs> alert, Tim. Glenn Close, can't, please, can't, please. Okay. Please can't, sorry. How about this very
2: old movie, Tim. So there, there is obviously somebody, there's an American on Air Force One that has betrayed everybody. Um, you know, I think they're working with the Russians. They're, you know, something like that. I don't know. But <laughs> this one yeah. guy that betrays everybody, William H. Macy is also in the movie. But when they oh. realize it's this one guy, William H. Macy just goes, it was you. And it's just like the way he says it just <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard every time I watch that movie. And it's just a really, like, great William H. Macy performance. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> I <laughs> do humor. love airplane movies.
0: You know? yeah. Oh,
2: you should watch it, Tim. It's it's. Yeah. con, air? con
0: air don't you like con air
2: con air is scary i think air force <laughs> one's a little bit better but i heard
0: uh, that that reaction that william h macy had in that film was the same reaction he had when he found out felicity huffman, huffman had paid off the guy to get her daughter <laughs> into school you did that it was you? It was, that was
2: you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh john that was good well that john that was great and that was pretty similar to what Tim suggested, actually, so Tim, yeah. you should. See I
1: suggested you're... all the films that Patrick Stewart was in
0: that aren't Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear. I, I did hear that email on the last episode <laughs> of the movie okay. mixtape. Yes, I did. Okay, yes, I did.
2: But we no. do have to do a Star Trek. I feel like she we. I, I I love Jonathan Frakes so much. I'd like to at least do First Contact because he directed it. So. I don't know. He's, but, he's
1: your favorite Trek character?
2: Yeah, actually, so uh. this kind of leads perfectly into my <laughs> Next Generation story, if you, if you okay. both are interested. Sure. In it. So yes. we have a little con here in Pet, uh, Pittsburgh, like a little comic con. Um, it's nothing major, but we do get some pretty big people. Uh, it's called Steel City Con because we're, we're known as the Steel City. And uh, one year, Jonathan Frakes and uh, Brent Spiner, they were here. My oh. friend and I, we were going to go and meet them because you don't have to like pay to meet them. You can actually just go up to the table and talk to them. And we were just going to do that. We were running so late though. So we got there and there was like an hour left for the day or whatever. And there they were. And I just, I froze. I i, I have a big crush on Jonathan Briggs, <laughs> even though he's like older. I think he's like in his seventies now. I still think he's very handsome. and <laughs> And I just, I didn't know what to do. And we just like kind of all stared at each other awkwardly for a little bit. And then when they realized like nothing was going to happen, they got up to leave for the day. But because it's just a little Pittsburgh comic con, you know, celebrities just walk. Like I've met Henry Winkler several times because he just comes up to you and is like, hello, I'm Henry Winkler. And you're like, okay. So they got up to leave. um, And then I was like, I can't let this happen. So we kind of like followed behind them. <laughs> and, oh, no. and uh so I you was with stalking a, a them guy. is what you're yeah, you said. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> yeah. And okay. uh, I but like keeping our heads down, you know. But <laughs> yeah. I was I was with a guy friend And we were following them, and they stopped and used the restroom, you know, before they left. And my friend and I kind of looked at each other, and he said, well, I'll see you later. And he went in after them. And I was so mortified that I just walked around. (laughs) I couldn't even, I didn't even want to wait for him to come out after that. So I I didn't even ask him what happened. I just was so mortified. Yeah, I just... Uh. He came out and I was like, I don't even want to know like that. I he
1: can't came out you.
0: and is with urine on his pants. You're like, oh, yeah, you're <laughs> Follow, following men into the men's room. Who does he think he is? A Republican congressman? What is wrong with him?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you like the Marvel movies. So
2: I love the Marvel movies. I don't know. Well, I just saw your review come in, Tim, for no way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry i think i think what happened is people way overhyped it so we finally saw it like it's okay okay
2: okay i can understand that yeah and my
1: review wasn't meant to be i Mm -hmm. hated it my review is just me being snarky (laughs) it was an okay okay film that's
2: okay i i you know i try to go i try to go the thursday night because i'm one of those people like i will avoid the internet at all costs i don't want anything spoiled but they are like my favorite thing like i don't get very much into franchises but for some reason i've been going since iron man came out i've I've gone i've seen every one of them except for the incredible hulk which also came out in 2008 so i've just been going I've, I have always liked superheroes. I read comic books, uh, but there's just something special. I think it's just how it's all connected, how hard they've been working for, what is it, like, Long I don't know. But it's, that it's was 2008? Been like, yeah, so it started in 2008, so what, it's like 14 years now? 14 oh my years, gosh, yeah. so that's a big part of my life. You know, I was 18 when that all started, and I'll be 32 this year, so... I mean that's yeah, that's like, you know, almost half of my life right yeah. there. And oh sure, yeah. I don't know. I know I know some people throw it under the bus. That's okay. I know no. it's not for everybody, but well, I have a I have a good time with it. Yeah. John
1: hates the Batman because his friends all want to see that instead of listening to our podcast. They couldn't listen to the oh, podcast.
0: <laughs> they couldn't listen to the podcast and go see the Batman in the same week. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> oh, in the same week, yeah. I, I, can I know, right? That. I
0: mean we live outside Syracuse, New York. <laughs> what else is there to do? <laughs>
2: Uh, the Batman was good, though, John. Maybe you'll come around. I don't know. <laughs> well, I do have one more question. Um, I know okay. you both, like, I, I, I think it's fair to say you both enjoy movies, right? That would mm-hmm. be a fair assessment. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just thought this would be a fun question. Do either of you have like a moment or a movie where you just knew you loved movies? Like you just like, you know, like when you watch them when you're younger and you're like, yeah, I like this. But do you like because I have a specific movie and moment that I just remember being like, wow, I I really love movies. And I want to like know everything about movies. And I want to just learn as much as I can about this. And I want to watch every movie ever made. Like, do, do either of you have like a moment like that?
1: You want me to go first, John, or you want to go? Go ahead, you go first, Tim. Are you thinking? No, I I, uh, I have my I have my answer. I think I had many moments, but I think it became clear to me when the but the town I'm from barely had a library. It, it's just mm-hmm. before the internet. There were three channels on TV. There was no way to rent <laughs> movies. So I I didn't have access to like A great movie, unless it was on TV and they cut it up with editing and the commercials. So when I finally went to college, I ended up, uh, especially in Pittsburgh, Carnegie. Mm -hmm. I just ended up going to the library. I'm like, look at all these books. I found the Warren Report, and I was looking through it. I was like, really? I can just read this. I can. And and I accidentally, I didn't know it was in there. Like, oh, and there's the president's head blown open because it's autopsy pictures. Oh my god! But I also found books about Kubrick films, like I never knew about. Clockwork Orange from my little town I didn't know yeah. about other films and I was like what is this film how can I see it and I went and got the book Clockwork Orange and read it mm-hmm. and then and that theater in Pittsburgh they showed it and I went to see it and oh, I, wow. I spent I mean I did my homework because I mm-hmm. wanted to do art but yeah the rest of my time was like hunting down movies I could finally see and I went to that art theaters so much with my friends right yeah. or I went alone
2: <laughs> I, I go to movies I, by myself all the time oh, so I love do I. it actually so do I. Uh, yeah. I saw
1: Aguar <laughs> Wrath of God I saw in Pittsburgh that oh, wow. blew me away so uh, it was kind of a moment of I guess when I went to college and I'm like I spent a lot mm-hmm. of time in the library hunting down films oh, wow. and I realized so a that's
2: big, really uh, cool yeah that's really cool Tim oh I love that
1: how about
0: you John um I have to say probably the first The first movie that really made an impact on me is actually the first movie I ever remember seeing at a drive-in movie theater. And I would have been about six or seven years old. And it was a double feature. The first feature was the animated 101 Dalmatians. And the second feature was the original Poseidon Adventure.
2: Oh, my God. Wow. What a combo.
0: Really, right? And I, I remember that night so well because I remember they had, like of course i can't do these things today because of insurance but they had like there were swings in front of the movies you know you'd come before the sun came down and they had like a little you know those little merry-go-round things you used to push and you and i fell Mm -hmm. off the merry-go-round and i skinned my knee really badly and i remember Mm -hmm. my mother giving me are they called vienna vienna wafers you know the vanilla cookies with the vanilla cream filling she was putting those on your knee no, she no, she gave me one, she gave me one I guess she figured if I had something in my mouth I wouldn't I'd stop crying. And I just remember the And I don't know if it was being at the drive-in movie theater it was or if it was the actual film or a combination of the two, but it's the first time I remember just absolutely sitting and just having my attention held for that mm-hmm. amount yeah. of time. Um, Just, you know, the the ship turning over and the whole and, you know, getting back up to the, well, actually the bottom of the ship, which was the top of the ship because the ship was upside down and just actually getting absorbed in the story and following it. Because, you know, at that point of your life, the most you have an attention span for is like a Saturday morning cartoon. And even that is broken up into little like seven to ten minute segments, you know, so you weren't really your attention span wasn't really tested. But that was the first time where I actually and, you know, I remember my brother's falling asleep and I I just stayed up. I stayed up through the whole movie and just got into it. And and that and, you know, that's where I learned. I think that's where my love of movies started, where. Oh, wow. Now, I will say, I do have a story. I don't remember it very well because here I only comes, got to.
1: Here comes the tragedy.
0: No, it's not a tragedy because <laughs> I only got to see five minutes of the movie. But I was about three or four years old, and I had a great aunt. She was my grandmother's sister in law. She had more money than God. And that is not hyperbole. She had so much money. She was from Park Slope <laughs> in Brooklyn. Her father had a tug and ferry business. They were one of those people the depression didn't even touch. And she wow. always had a she always took a liking to me, and she took me to see a movie. <laughs> it was with Jane Fonda and Gig Young, and it's about a dance marathon, and it's called "They Shoot Horses, Don't They?" Yes. Mm-hmm. She took me to see "They Shoot Horses, Don't They?" because she thought it was a western. Oh, my <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. she yanked you out. She yanked me right oh, no. out. Or, like... I, that, that, was that, that, Jane, that Jane Fonda started swearing right off the bat. <laughs> I thought maybe the theater burned down. No, no,
1: no. John, I'm
2: like amazed. I feel like I know so much about movies, but then like you just blow me away with all this information.
0: I didn't date in high school. I didn't date in high school, Marcy. I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I grew up before I moved to the town where I met Tim, I moved to that town when I was about 15 years old. Before mm-hmm. that, I lived either in the city or hundred miles within a hundred miles outside New York city. Okay. And so, yeah, there was a, so there was a lot of television channels and I had the exact opposite mm-hmm. experience that I had in the town we grew up with that. I grew oh, up with wow. Tim, you know, movie theaters and I wasn't too far from Woodstock, New York which mm-hmm. always had oh, the, wow. the, the strange little vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I do. I, I didn't realize how much I know. But the, what, what I wanted to tell, because mm-hmm. I, if you've listened to our podcast, I, there was a time I used to do extra work. I, I lived in North Carolina for several years. I went to college down there. Mm-hmm. And in Wilmington, North Carolina, they used to have a very big film and TV industry. So I used to do a lot of extra work in, in film and TV down in Wilmington. I lived in Raleigh. And w- the first thing I ever did was... A, um, they found these old Twilight Zone scripts in Rod Serling's attic, like in a chest somewhere that had been he, unproduced. Right. Yeah, his, his like, um, his, his wife, widow just, uh, but, yeah, like, his widow just passed away, like, within the last four or five years. It's very funny because Rod Serling grew up in Binghamton, New York. Uncle Ray, right. who I was talking about, you know, who with a heating panel. She's got to listen. She's got to listen to that episode. <laughs> Uncle Roy. Well, that's why I didn't give too much. But, this <laughs> okay. is, but anyway, he went to school with Rod Serling's brother. And what? Uh, yeah. So, so, anyway, so my first extra gig was it was, this, it was almost kind of like the island of Dr. Moreau, kind of. It was with Jack Palance. And I'm going to really condense this here for time's sake. But basically, <laughs> he was this doctor who had created this serum and it was the living dead and he kept them alive. And then he dies and they run out of the serum and they're trapped on this island. And the living dead start turning into zombies. And my first extra gig was playing a zombie. And I remember we were out in the woods and it had been raining for a few days. And like the mud was like halfway up my shins. And I remember looking down and thinking, wow, I'm on television. This is so glamorous. (laughs) But the other segment of the movie, the other segment was with Amy Irving. And she goes into this movie theater and she starts seeing this movie. And it slowly occurs to her that everything that's happened in the movie has happened in her life.
2: Oh, and wow. then
0: they get to the point where th- she's actually sitting in a movie theater. The character is actually yeah. sitting in a movie theater oh, watching a movie. And oh. then it's like, well, what is going to happen next? Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so cool. <laughs> what What was the name of this movie, John? It was called the. Twilight was they called the Twilight. They built it as the Twilight oh. Zone. It was a TV oh. movie. It was a TV. It came out a in A TV Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, it was like an oh. anthology. They did like an anthology. I think it was only two parts. Maybe there were three, but I only recall two parts. He did. Run I have, the, or, or I might have been in the second part and just shut it. And there might have been a third part and be like, well, I saw my part and I just turned it off. Because <laughs> it's not about me anymore. I'm not interested. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's how John gets through life. That is how I get through life, which is not about me. One, two, three. It's time,
1: it's time, time to, to visit, visit the, the past. That one might okay. have actually worked. That might have worked. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Were we supposed to say it that flu? It was that intentional.
0: Yeah. Yeah, to, to be honest with you, Edie, I don't know. It's just a different it's a different speed nah. every week. I okay. think I'm keeping up and then I'm like falling behind or I'm ahead. It Marcy. Just, oh. Marcy. Oh, I I'm sorry, I was thinking about oh, no. the first time we did it with Edie. My apologies. Marcy. Yeah, we did it like
1: five times with Edie until with she's Edie, like, I'm uh, I'm
0: leaving. I'm going back to the green room. Okay. She All did. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the rest of that Tupperware and take the rest of that food. <laughs> So what
1: know. yeah, go ahead and tell so, your story. So my story. high school
2: story? Okay, so it is it is slightly embarrassing, but That's it's also cool. fun and it has a happy ending. Okay. So um I am an only child, and as I was getting into high school and stuff, you can imagine my parents would leave me home alone a lot. And I would have parties sometimes. But really, like, it's not like the movies, you know, it's not crazy. It's people in a circle together passing around a coarse Light because that's oh. all somebody's brother could get us, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we we were young and, and one time this one party, um, I don't know, we were all drinking and, and then everybody left that night. But somebody... Um, Somebody had taken, we had TiVo at the time, and I don't know if you guys remember TiVo. TiVo, oh, yeah. TiVo.
1: TiVo. what yeah. are
0: we talking about? It was oh, the TiVo. recording. Oh. Yeah. It was the recording. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, it's like the like original DVR.
2: To, yeah, it was before DVR. It yeah. was, you had to buy a separate box, and you had TiVo, and you could like pause live TV. You could record live TV. What, what
1: year are we talking? Are you willing to tell us?
2: Oh, yeah, it was either 2006 or 2007. I can't remember, okay. but it was around that time. So one of my friends got very drunk and took no, the on Tivo three sips of course
0: light. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <of course> light. <laughs> on one they, on one can you all shared.
0: Course,
2: yeah. <laughs> the communal course light. Um so somebody had taken the TiVo remote. Uh a, a day later my parents came home and you know, they left they trusted like trusted me to be home alone but they also when they came home they were like sweeping the place for like fingerprints essentially um and sure enough my stepdad was like where's the tivo remote where's the tivo remote where's the tivo remote and i and you know i had a second of where it's like do i tell the truth or you know what 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 do i do here and i was like "Mm -mm. i'm not going down for a tivo remote there's no way (laughs) there's no way I'm getting grounded for a month for yeah. a Tivo remote. So I just decided then and there that I was going to play stupid and I was like, "What do you mean? Where what mm-hmm. do you mean the Tivo remote?" And I had to think of a game plan that I was going to have to track down everybody that was at my house this weekend on Monday at school first thing and be like, "You better find out who had the Tivo remote." And then, so, you know, my parents are all mad at me. They're planning what my like punishment is going to be and everything. And I I go to school the next day And luckily enough, the guy that took it, he actually came up to me and was like, I have your TiVo remote. And I was like, yes, I know exactly what (laughs) I'm going to do when I get home. (laughs) So sure enough, I got home. My parents were still at work. I hid the TiVo remote within the couch cushions, like deep in the couch cushions. Mm -hmm. And then I just played the waiting game. And I was like, we're just going to keep denying it. We're going to (laughs) take the punishment for now. But one day they are going to find the Tiva remote. And then I think it was like a couple of days later, my mom found it and was like, here it is. She didn't have a party, you know, like, cause my, they were so convinced I had a party and somebody mm-hmm. had taken it and, you know, and I just kept going, no, I didn't have a party. Nobody took the Tiva remote. And, and so my mom found it. She was like, you're not grounded anymore, you know? And I was like, well, you guys are pretty harsh to me and you should feel pretty bad. <laughs>
0: I hope you so, learned I hope you learned your lesson.
2: Yeah. So the <laughs> next the next weekend, they actually took me uh to the Apple store, and I got my first i iPod. Uh, you remember iPod? Oh, so sure. yeah. I got it i got an ipod out of it because i guilt tripped them so bad oh
0: this is pushing it this is pushing it marcy (laughs) nothing nothing good's gonna come of this story i can tell well my
2: mom my mom knows this story now because it was like years later and i was like hey remember that one time the tivo remote went missing i was like i did have a party And she didn't care at that point, but right. I, I don't know. That's just like one of my favorite stories ever where, you know, it's like you could tell the truth, but it was like, I'm not going down for that, that remote. I'm not going down. for. Wow. That uh, uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know how you clean up every, every bit of evidence.
2: I guess like well, I mean, all am in a circle together. It
0: was, was, was like one <laughs> can, There was like one can to get rid of. How hard could that be? <laughs> You paid for just, one Skin to yeah. Max
1: movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watch it through the border lines in together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just well, one time we did. So I had a couple parties in high school because my parents were always leaving. I don't know, and we had we drank their vodka, and Ooh, somebody no. was like, "Water it down, water it down," and I. Being an idiot, put Capri Sun in it, thinking it'd be Mm. the same
1: color, but not thinking (laughs) about the flavor of it. Oh, Oh, you mean you mean to to (laughs) show you didn't drink any
2: of it? Yeah, I I filled it up with a Capri Sun, not water, like a normal person would. I thought a Capri Sun would be fine. They never drank it, so they never found out. But you know, I lucked out. You lucked
0: out so much. I I know. I always managed managed to get caught. I trust me,
2: John. I have had my fair
1: share of that too. But you didn't have email when you were in high school, then.
2: Uh, We did have email, but it was more like you know. Remember AOL instant messaging, and that's what. Yeah, that's what we used to do in high school. Mm -hmm. So I thought
1: you would have just messaged everybody to find out where your TiVo was.
2: I just thought it'd be better. Well, my parents were always like my parents were like I was an only child, so they were always like, What is she up to? What is she doing? So they would sign on to my AOL, check things. What? So I was Ooh. very like, if we're gonna talk about stuff, it's gonna be in person. I'm not gonna like right. <laughs> write and anything down where they could find it. Were they signed up with food? fake fake
1: names? Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, they just, they were like, what's your password? We need to go on here and make sure you're not doing anything wrong uh-huh. on the internet. And it was like, oh my gosh, here's my password. You can have, they, they were just. Yeah. And this was, like, this
1: was way back when there wasn't quite as much dangerous. On
2: no, the no. And all I was doing on the internet was instant messaging. Right. I just wanted to talk to him. <laughs>
0: Of course, of course, back then it was dial-up internet, and by the yeah. time they got the message, they would have already been back in school on Monday, so <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah. why bother, you know? <laughs> They'd hear yeah. that terrible sound in your bedroom <clears> that <throat> it makes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my, you
2: know
0: my mother um, had that until just like about a year and a half ago. Oh,
2: really? They That's finally, so funny. They finally got
0: broadband. out. You know, you, well, tim back been out to my mom's house. They yes. finally got broadband <laughs> out there like about a year <laughs> and a half ago
2: oh my gosh my my one old job my first job after college I worked at an ice skating rink at the front desk it was really Uh um you didn't deal with the public no well I so people could come in to watch them practice and everything but actually I was lucky enough to work there when the NHL was in a lockout Mm -hmm. uh so people didn't know that they were still practicing so when when Professional hockey is on a lockout. They are. They still can practice. They just can't use anything affiliated with the team or anything affiliated with the NHL. So they were using, like, the regular gym right next to my desk. They weren't using their personal gym. And they actually were getting ready and changing in the girls' locker room because they weren't allowed to use their official locker room. But the whole time the lockout was going on, they were still practicing every day, and, and it, we were dead. Nobody knew they were practicing. Interesting. And, like, you'd get, like, a couple people here and there and stuff. But then, like, when... The lockout lifted. I mean, we had to turn people away. There were so many people. Because like, everyone was excited that mm-hmm. the league was coming oh, yeah. back and yeah. stuff. And, oh, sure. But I, I met all of them. They were the nicest people. Like Sidney Crosby would say good
0: morning every... <laughs> I was going to ask Wednesday if you met Sidney Crosby.
2: Yeah. He's really, I mean, they're all pretty down to earth. I always, cause I've met, I've met a couple of football cause you know, football's big here. When you go to bars and stuff, you'll run into football players. Um, I've never really met any of the baseball players, but they're, it's the pirates who cares. Right. Uh, so, but the <laughs> hockey players, they're very down to earth people. And sometimes we run into them, you know, every so often, but my, my husband, he actually works, um, so it's called Atlantic Aviation. It's all around the United States. Um, And that's the private section of airports. And that's where all the private planes come in. So oh. that's where all the sports teams go and fly into and fly out of. So my husband meets all kinds of people. He could care less, but he interacts with them all the time. He thinks they're like the nicest people ever. He's actually like driven Sydney Crosby's car around to like move it around and stuff like that. So my husband has like crazy stories, but he doesn't care does he like meet, one way or uh, the other, what, you know? what, what movie what? people. Yes, yes. So right now, Tom Hanks is filming a movie in Pittsburgh. He sees him all the time when he comes in and out. We actually have hmm. some Tom Hanks cream soda in my fridge right now. Um, so we have a cream joke.
0: Soda. Not a joke. What? We'll talk about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's the other nice thing too. Um, anything on these planes when they fly in or fly out, doesn't matter who it is, they don't want it anymore. So we we get champagne, we get wine, we get, so like the one day, so my husband and I, we have this joke, we call Tom Hanks my dad. I like to just say Tom Hanks is my father. So whenever <laughs> he does come in, he goes, your dad's here. And I'm like, oh, tell him I said hi. <laughs> but the, the one day he was like, but don't like, tell do Rita.
0: Want-
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he was like, do you want, Tom Hanks' cream soda. Like he had a whole case of it. That he and I don't drink cream soda, but because it was his, I was right. like, "Can you bring it home so now we have all this?" Because you want to swab,
1: you want to swab all that DNA off there. I right?
2: just want to like treasure it forever. <laughs> it,
0: it makes a wonder. It makes a wonderful ice cream float though. Like if you put a scoop. Okay, of,
2: maybe put, I'll try that. Put a out. scoop of okay. vanilla
0: ice cream in it.
2: Okay. Maybe, okay that, maybe
0: that. Maybe that. I can't drink
2: it by
1: itself. There I you can't, go. Try
0: so. that. See if that works. <laughs> okay. Thank can you, you, can you. Can you <laughs> can you ask your husband
1: to ask Tom Hanks about Mazes and Monsters? We we have some yes. questions. Yes. <laughs> We'd like to know.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure he talks. I'm sure he just loves talking about that movie. I did want to know, like, what, what 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 model Kia does Sidney Crosby drive? Do you know? So of- he
2: drives a Range Rover. Actually, it's, it's a Range Rover. So it's not a Kia. Not, not it's a Kia. Wow,
1: that
0: surprises a me.
1: <laughs> does, he, for, does he? Does he? offer his clients uh, slim jims? <laughs> You'll have to hear last week's episode. It's a okay. jo- That's a joke okay. at John's expense. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You'll hear his story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think just the ghost of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage offers Slim Jones. Yeah.
0: I used that voice in the last episode. Somebody's going to sue me for using it because I don't think I've licensed that voice yet. So. Yeah. I do know that um, they used, they were filming. There was a mom, there was a show called Mindhunter Hunter uh, with Jonathan yes. Groff, and I, I have the wickedest crush yes. on Jonathan Groff. But he's dating some guy from New Zealand now. Oh. I don't, I don't want to start rumors about Jonathan Groff's boyfriend, <laughs> but I've heard that he's really into so, some, um, like you know, kitty porn and selling and selling, oh, um, and selling to elementary school oh, children. But you know, oh, okay. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> I hope they're very happy because, you know, I just, oh, I just, wow. I do want Jonathan to be very happy. But I do, I did watch that show and I, I don't know if they're show, even making any more episodes, but I know they filmed that in Pittsburgh.
1: No. What? It's canceled? No. There's
2: talks of them coming back for season three. I hope they do because I think that's one of the best shows I've ever seen. But we would go down. So a lot of things are filmed in Pittsburgh. And I like to just go and check things out because, and actually, John, I've been an extra a couple of times because we get a big tax break here. Mm-hmm in Pittsburgh so they film all kinds of things so I've done the extra thing too and they actually there's like a a Pittsburgh film company that you can sign up for they'll give you emails they'll be like this is filming here we're looking for this certain type of person they pay you they feed you all day it's really cool yeah and I've been in a couple of things and I've always had fun doing it um but they when they were filming Mindhunter because I'm a big David Fincher fan too I would just try to go down to just see him because I mean why not but uh, my grandmother, so my grandmother used to live in this apartment building. And my actually, my favorite character in Mindhunter is Wendy, uh, uh-huh. the, yeah. the female yeah lead. And so where she lives in season two, um, they filmed that. That's actually where my grandmother lived, that whole building. Hmm. And uh, they would film on my grandmother's floor, but nobody was allowed to leave while they were filming. So they paid everybody on that floor $100 a day. So they would just just stay in their room, not to leave and not to interrupt the filming. So my grandmother was always like, oh, I'm getting $100 today. And then she she was so, (laughs) yeah, she was so excited to her apartment, uh, my whole family had to be like, you cannot watch this show. She's she's like 95 now. We were like, you absolutely cannot watch this show. We, <laughs> no, like, And she would always get mad at us, but she doesn't know what Netflix is or how to work it, so it, uh, we didn't so have to worry about her. finding.
0: And every <laughs> so often on an episode of Mindhunter, if you pay close enough attention, you can see, see Margie's grandmother <laughs> peeking out the window, slowly crawling <laughs> across the floor, not low enough out of camera range. <laughs>
2: oh my goodness yes please look for her she's the cute old
0: lady (laughs) look for her I was always (laughs) always wondering about that Marcy I I
2: was like I think that's
0: that's someone's nana crawling across the
2: floor oh my goodness that's hilarious
1: (laughs) (laughs) are you holding back on a a more embarrassing story?
2: that's really like I, I can think I'm trying to think. I did. I can think of another kind of embarrassing story. If I did, I did tell this story on the movie mixtape. But if you're okay oh, with you me did? repeating it, oh, okay. or, did I? Or,
0: did I? Miss don't one? Like, I don't, as long as like Dirk's not going to sue us for like using material. Oh,
2: I hope not. No, I hope not I, either. I think Ron. he'll let this. I think he'll let this one slide. <laughs> okay. Uh, we were talking about being brave one time. I forget which episode it was, but. He was like, I've never done anything that brave. It was Submarine, uh, the movie Submarine, which is about like high school adolescence. And I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. But when I was a sophomore in high school, um, there was a, a senior that I really liked. And he went to the same church as me. So I knew his family pretty well. I liked him. I had a big crush on him. Everybody had a crush on this guy. And it was fall and, you know, Sadie Hawkins was happening. And I have no idea why, but... I thought I would ask him, (laughs) even though he was so much older than me. I ran into him in the hallway. I said, Hey, would you like to go? He knew me, but never really kind of talked to me, but he knew me because of church mostly. And he was like, very polite and was like, Oh, okay. I, I will think about it. And somehow like, Throughout the day, like everybody had heard about it, because like I said, everybody kind of liked him Uh-oh. Mm. and everybody just kept going up to me like, I can't believe you asked him. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and then when he eventually did say no, uh, oh. then it went all back around again. But <laughs> he said so, no.
0: so after he said no, you said, I will pray for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been a great answer. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was it was kind of like awkward going to church the next couple weeks. Get just get like, somebody
0: else to start your car, but I will pray <laughs> for you. <laughs> he
1: wanted to he wanted to date outside his religion. I guess that's
2: all. probably yeah that yeah. It,
0: yeah. <laughs> so it just, wanted to see what was, wanted to see what it was like to date those men chicks eight checks. <laughs>
2: oh boy yeah so that's kind of like an embarrassing bold story I have an embarrassing extra story if you want to hear it yes yeah Um, sure have I have either of you ever heard of or seen or read uh me and Earl and the Dying Girl
0: I can't say I have
2: okay so the guy that wrote it is from Pittsburgh and when they filmed the movie they decided to film it here um it was filmed in an I I don't know Tim if you've ever been to Oakland, but that's like where mm-hmm. the University of Pittsburgh is. That's where the
1: the Tower of Learning, right? Or what is
2: it? Uh yeah, Cathedral of Learning. Cathedral of Learning, yeah, Learning. Yeah. Damn, We were close. We call her Kathy. So <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> uh but we were at an old high school in Oakland that had been shut down for a couple years and it was in the summertime, so it was very, very hot, but we had to pretend like it was autumn and winter, so we all had coats on and oh so we were all like lying on the floor because it was just so hot. <laughs> But we were doing B-roll, so we were just, you know, you'd walk a little bit, go back, walk a little bit, go back. And there was a guy next to me, and my friend was with me that day. There were so many of us, though, that we kind of got scattered. So I was next to this guy, and I just started talking to him, and I, you know, we were just kind of joking around a little bit. And I, you know, I've done this a couple times, you get paid, whatever. So I just asked him, like, do you do this a lot, you know, pay to like get paid to be an extra and everything. And he just kind of laughed at me and I didn't, I don't know. So we kind of just, you know, we kind of quieted down because we were starting to do it again and everything. So I noticed when he was going back, there was a blue duct tape X that he kept walking back to. Nobody else had an X Hmm. He was the main guy in the uh, movie. Oh my god! <laughs> no,
1: was he talking nicely to you the whole time, like yes. putting up with?
2: Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, you're an extra. Like, what? Like, do you do this a lot? You know? And he's the main guy in the movie.
1: He's dying oh my inside. God, that's hilarious. That is
0: hilarious. <laughs>
2: but he he looks like a very normal, average guy. Um. Yeah. His name is Thomas Mann. If you ever look him up, he just Thomas looks Mann. like mm. like you wouldn't think. Anything. Yeah. Ten, I mean, he's very nice fingers, two it's arms.
0: A, yeah, a very normal <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: just like a, just like one of us. <laughs> yes.
0: well what what about that
1: third us. eye in the middle of his head? Well, <laughs> make, what you can do with makeup and prosthetics. His hair was covered. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, amazing. Really it is amazing.
2: Uh, do we do like an, an exit, like an outro? Well, we say I,
0: goodbye to I, you, and then I play the sound effects. You. Of, thank you, and thank you so <laughs> much <laughs> for your time. And then afterwards, we'll, talk, we'll abort, talk about right? you. Then afterwards, we'll talk about <laughs> you behind your back when you're gone. And then <laughs> okay. we'll, then we'll,
2: I would expect nothing. Then we'll close. Okay. Then we'll close <laughs> that's I'll an, I'll an be.
0: honor. We'd be, <laughs> be, honor. be, <laughs> be <laughs> like, oh man, We didn't. I, I'm, we didn't ask for any gossip behind the scenes of the movie mixtape podcast. What's Dirk? What's like? Tell us. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, that's what I'm going to say when we get out. We'd be like, I wish we could have Dirk. I really oh, Dirk is a Dirk.
2: cheeky, cheeky bugger. That's all I'll say about Dirk. Like cheeky, monkey. cheeky, cheeky, man. cheeky man. Cheeky <laughs> man.
1: Tell him I'm sorry for the the doctor feel good. I, I know I'm I'm the like the the I'm. You, I'm, you want
2: some gossip? You want some gossip? Sure. So when he was picking out his <laughs> wrestling name, he almost went with Doctor Delicious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm,
1: doctor Delicious. That's, that's more of a burlesque name, I think. Mm.
2: Yeah. And then he got Dirk from, uh, what is the Paul Thomas Anderson movie with Dirk Diggler? He got oh, Dirk, Dirk. Dirk is from Dirk Diggler. Oh my yeah.
1: God, oh, no.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <And so laughs> but he that, says, and, not for the reasons you think. Yeah, not well, for the only, reasons you he think. He only says that because one day an ex-girlfriend stepped up in the audience and said, and I know better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there's your dirt gossip. His wrestling persona is wrestling gossip. <laughs> oh no but no i i hope i'm sorry my stories weren't super embarrassing they it's okay didn't that's feel all right time
0: but tim asking how much you vomited off that one shared can of course light <laughs> really was worth it i'm like yeah tim it was like,
2: i think i throw up more now from Coors light than i did in uh, my oh schools. my god why don't I,
0: you know i'm like why don't i just pee in a can for you when i used to bartend <laughs> and people would be like i'll have a Coors light please i'll be like why don't you just why don't i just pee in a can for you sir
2: oh my goodness so oh, judgmental so john
0: my I, am, I am, I am. got pleasure, a little though. judgy in my old age.
2: <laughs> if, we, if we do have to get a cheaper beer, my husband and I, we really like Miller Lite. I don't know. Like, we're fine with it. We're fine with Miller Lite. Not Corona? We're okay. Not Corona. Yingling is good, mm-hmm. too, I, yeah, sometimes. I like Yingling.
0: They are anti if, like if you're, but, like, at I a sporting like, event or yeah.
2: something, and you're like, I don't want to spend... For a hard seltzer, what I could get for a Miller Lite, I'd rather have the Miller Lite than the hard seltzer. Okay. <laughs> you know this, no,
0: I, I was kidding about the Coors Light thing. Sometimes, you know. Oh, uh,
2: Coors Light is, I know, there's a, know, a no, 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 there's Light, a Q, you know. Bud Light and Coors Light are their own special well, thing that we John, do not touch. John, Coors
1: Light wanted to <laughs> to be our sponsor, but I don't know about now. I <laughs> ruined it. It.
0: It's, it's in your hands, Tim. You're the one with the edit button, as I'm constantly reminded. <laughs> wow. But
1: oh, Marcy. I really appreciate you being on the show. You're
0: Yes, Marcy. Thank you so oh, much. I had a lot of fun. Could-
2: oh, thank you both so much. This was this is just the del- I can't think of a better word, but delightful is like just like how I feel right now. So thank you. Oh both my so god, much. thank I, you.
0: I, I'm just excited. I've become such a big fan of the movie mixtape and I'm just like I oh. feel like this is awesome that I actually get to talk to you.
2: Well, thank you. Per- well, we'll have to we'll have to work with Dirk and try to get you both on the movie mixtape as yes. well. Oh, that would be awesome. Maybe we'll try to get Dirk on here at one point, too. We'll okay. try. Uh, but I've, I've really been enjoying this show so far, too, and I'm really much, look- well, especially the Gregory Peck story, I'm Still very here. much looking forward to hearing this. But you have to yes, have us on both. separately. Okay. We
1: don't appear elsewhere together. It's, it's in our okay. contract. All right.
2: Understood. Understood. All right. I'll inform Dirk.
0: Pertin's <laughs> <him> demand. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, 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 that beating cold Black heart of a diva. Right, <laughs> he's the one. Well, Tim, you are to coming
2: it. on for a Patrick Stewart movie. Whenever okay. we do one, that was agreed upon when you suggested that. I so will do that. Just saying, I can talk
1: Patrick Stewart.
2: And John, you have to come on for Air Force One now. So that's oh, the really
0: agreement. I know. Spoiler Going close as the vice president.
2: <laughs> it was you? It was you? Tim, you got to watch it. You got to watch Air Force One. I please. will. I'll watch that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>
0: bye, Marcy. Thank you. Bye.
1: Yeah,
2: bye, guys. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> so this is the part of the show where we end the show. Yes. That was a, that was a everybody's fun. favorite part of the show. Everybody's favorite part of the show, like punching out of work. Um, that was a great. That, that I I had a great time talking to Marcy. I had a, I really yes. enjoyed it very much.
1: Every time we have a guest, I'm like I feel like they should be our co-host. Oh no, we don't have enough money for mm-hmm. a third host.
0: No, say what you really mean, Tim. You want them to be <laughs> your co-host? No, come and on. you're just gonna kick me to the curb. I knew it's gonna happen once. One day it'll be I like. One day people. it'll be like Seti Benko with Tim and George <laughs> and Tim and Marcy and Tim and
1: <laughs> no, Kathy it's, it's Lee for,
0: and yeah, I know what's going to happen. It's for when I need a vacation. Oh, so when you oh, guys brought the so show I need a vacation for me. This <laughs> is this yes. is how this is how <laughs> it all ended with Martin and Lewis. This is how it all ended <laughs> with them. This is the beginning.
1: I think it ended with. Uh, Didn't Martin, like, he wouldn't get rid of that heating pad?
0: He wouldn't get rid of the heating pad. Dean told him. (laughs) He said, Jerry, get rid of that heating pad. Did Jerry listen to Dean? No. That house in Bel Air went up in flames like a matchbox.
1: Next week's going to be when we watch something from long ago. Yes. And it's my turn turn to pick something. Yes. And I'm going to, we keep talking about a gun in the house, and I'm going to keep dragging that out john i think
0: do we is that the one we're gonna watch
1: no no oh, I'm, gonna make, okay. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna build anticipation okay for that one maybe that could be the season finale i found a movie yeah i found a movie i've heard about and i've never seen and it's on youtube and it's called it's from 1973 i believe it's called psychomania
0: oh so I think, this is one, this? I think this is one of those movies I was not allowed to watch. I don't think I've ever seen it either.
1: George Sanders. It's his last film. Do you know this famous British actor? George action? Sanders. This is a, all about Eve. A British movie. All yeah, about
0: yeah. Eve. Spoiler alert. Tragic ending. He committed suicide. Yes. Oh, we're going to talk about that next week. No, oh, okay. We'll cut that out. I never mind. <laughs> we'll, it's okay. Well, we'll I, I see it. Here I go. I'm having all the fun right now. Committed suicide. <laughs> you are. Oh, I'm so sorry.
1: But we'll talk about Psychomania next week. It's on YouTube if anybody wants to watch that movie.
0: And maybe it's better than Trog yeah. with Miss Joan Crawford. Maybe. I've never seen that movie. Maybe one maybe one week I'll pick Trog with Miss Joan Crawford.
1: That was her final <laughs> okay. film. Okay.
0: That was her final film. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You, uh, you Ooh,
1: there's, there's another. Hey, Marcy, there's another mixtape. Uh, movies that were famous actors right. last films.
0: Academy Award winning actors from the 40s and early 50s. On their last leg, that. yeah. Because I think we're, the, we're always we're always talking about fun stuff. We always are. Suicide, <laughs> Uplifting. pedophilia. Yeah, it's a feel. Oh, it's, a, it's a feel good. It's a feel good show. It's a smoke inhalation. Yeah, it's a real feel good show. Um, Yeah, thinking your neighbor has. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't smell a rotting corpse down there, so I think we're okay. <laughs>
1: He's, he's probably a listener, and we've just lost him. I
0: know. Maybe he doesn't realize it's me, though.
1: All right, John. Well, you can you can uh, send us an email at sedibimco, with the E at the end, at gmail.com. I hate that E. I don't know how it got there.
0: The E got there, can, not to give away anything to the origin of the Sedibimco name, but actually there should be an E in the Sedibimco name.
1: There should be. There should be an E there.
0: There should be. That's yeah. why you did it.
1: But you can go to... To twitter at seti bim and we're on instagram instagram seti underscore bimco um, right, not to be confused with yeah, golden grams and breakfast
0: cereal this is instagram <clears throat> no
1: send us letters you see
0: how easy it was dirk feelgood did it yep yeah, yep yeah. and you know what send send some hate mail I'll, i can take it i i've 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 built this thick skin courtesy of tim's cold black heart Yes. Um, yeah. Send us a you letter. Send it, send it. We'll see you next week. Okay, Tim. I'll see Bye. you next week. Bye.
2: Is a podcast by Tim Hamilton and John Kelly produced by Miss Lee. music by Tim Hamilton
1: this has been a pity party line production party line. it's a party line